0: The Hollywell Trust Podcast Testimony Series, sharing experiences of those affected by the Northern Ireland Conflict and those people who have taken the decision to take positive steps for the future. Now here is your host, Eamon Baker. Hello, my name's Eamon Baker. Welcome once again to the Hollywell Podcast Series, funded by the Central Good Relations Fund, the Reconciliation Fund of the Department of Foreign Affairs, Derry and Straban District Council, and the Community Relations Council. Today's guest is Donna Smith. Donna will speak about her experience of her son being murdered by members of RAD and how she's been dealing with that, where she is now in her life. Donna, you're very welcome to the Hollywell podcast series. To
1: be honest, I don't call it Kelly, I say he was murdered. To me, I don't feel no different than that I had not Just get up every morning it's there it's there when I close my eyes even when I close my eyes i still there the fall asleep I just learn every day to love us it's, you know it depends on your mood in the day you learn to deal with that that way of feeling inside of me it's just part of me is gone just there mm. inside I, I, don't, I just go on my daily chores my daily life but I'm just numb you know, numb for what they've done now, right? I think every day as it comes. Um, I go to my work. That's what keeps me going. I think if I didn't have my work, I don't know where I would be. No one have to get up every day. I see my grandkids. And I'm angry. I'm very angry, like. Angry, sad. A whole lot of uh, emotions on there. That
0: You're just, angry with the people who murdered?
1: Oh, so angry with them, you know. Yeah. I'm angry with them. How dare they? What they say people are doing... And they're going out and they're murdering people. They're kneecapping them. They're doing all these things Do they not realise that this is wrong? You know, what they're doing is wrong as well. But their judgement is going to be through the courts. It's not going to be a crowd of guys sitting around a table making up a list and what will do to this person or that person. And it's sad too because people have done this to there. Now their lives aren't their own. Because they belong to an organisation, and the organisation owns them. And they still have the rest of their life like that. So sad, like, you know. Sad for their families too. They are charged, and we do get justice for Andrew. They're going to be sent to prison, and it means their families too. Although they're going to lose somebody, but not in death, but they're still going to lose.
0: So even though you've suffered the tremendous loss of your... Big son, Andrew, you mm. still have some compassion oh, yeah. for the families who might at some point yeah, lose a loved lose one it. if somebody is charged.
1: I wouldn't wish a on anybody, on any ship, form. I would not. That's a horrible feeling.
0: How is the investigation going? So we're five years on, mm-hmm. uh, slightly more than five years. Um, are you satisfied with the investigation?
1: Well, I can't fault the because they're in constant contact with me. I have a brilliant liaison officer. She's always contacting me. I know she's there if I need to speak to her. And they have been making arrests, but unfortunately, these people are getting out again. To me, they're still because Kiss hasn't been put in a back burner or anything. They're still investigating, which I'm
0: really happy about. Sometimes people have been arrested. How do you? respond when that happens?
1: Well, at the beginning, people were getting arrested. Your hopes was all up that this was going to be hit, they were going to be arrested, charged, and this was the justice process when to start for Andrew. But now as time goes on, I've learned that just I just wait until I want to hear that phone call to say they're charged. It's great what they're doing, you know, and they're arresting people, and, and myself now... I just I've learned that just wait, just wait to hear. If they're so don't get So Don't get overexcited. Don't get, don't get my hopes up. Actually, and my own my own children are the same. Like I ring round, tell them all because like, I'm the first to be to be informed if somebody's arrested. I let my family know.
0: Yeah. And so would the liaison officer be the, the person who would ring yeah, you to say what's yes, happening? Yeah.
1: Right away. I get wrong before any it goes anywhere else and they're the same now too. Andy was my son, he was our brother. They probably have a different way of dealing with every day. We his loss like...
0: You were saying to me that just recently it was Andrew's son, Loughlin's confirmation? Yeah. What was that like?
1: It was heartbreaking, to be honest. They look at him standing up with the bishop and my other son, David, doing his sponsor. David now is exactly the same age. Andrew was when he was murdered. Then here in Lachlan take Andrew's name for his confirmation name it was just so hard. Poor Lachlan, like, you know, it's, it's just really hard to watch. My child, that was... his father was taken... Do these people not understand what they do to families? They obviously don't care what they do to families. They say they're punishing Andrew for something and he's gone. It's us that's left here. I'd love to ask somebody... What did I do to be made to be feel like this? It's just so sad the way the way society is and some people think it's okay for these things to happen. And to me, anybody that thinks it's okay for somebody to be murdered, kneecapped, whatever the punishment means, they must have the same mentality as these people. To me, it's not the right way.
0: So some people would say something like there's no smoke without fire? Yep. he must have been a drug dealer if Uh, these people say he was a drug Uh, dealer but these
1: are murderers who believes the word of a murderer how can they justify it if they go out and murder somebody and say he was doing this how can they justify committing murder
0: yeah so that's you're in touch there with some of the anger about this Mm -hmm. but a lot of time it's it's pain as well oh it's
1: pain every day is pain Uh,
0: tell me a wee bit about the grandchildren
1: I've either 14 15 grandchildren waiting and another one. Another two, actually. On their way? On their way, you know. My goodness. And see them coming in the door Maybe three or four come in at the one time and they're so boisterous and all and that takes me away from it all for a while and at that time I'm with them and it's... But the thing is, when they go, you go down again. And especially when you see laughing and stuff, you know, thank always oh, God... You know, I don't know what you're
0: going through, son. Andrew was a big character from all accounts, and and you, one of the things you say, honestly, you say, he wasn't an angel. No, no.
1: Nobody can say in their lifetime they haven't done something wrong. Most people have done something wrong. The thing is, there's a law out there. I'd rather people went the. And I know sometimes people say, well, they will get a slap in the wrist." Sometimes maybe the law should be changed. Sometimes there's too lenient. You know, for certain crimes. But the thing is, Andrew was never, or never in jail for a crime. We know it had nothing to do with that. Us as a family, but at the moment, we can't talk about it. But if somebody's charged with Andrew's murder, I won't speak about it. And they had it then. I think it was because they seen how the reaction to Andrew's murder was. All this stuff was said about him. They, in their mind, had to justify why, why they murdered him.
0: And let's be clear: who did this? Who who shot Andrew? It was Rad. Rad Republican yeah. Action against it's Drugs, Drugs. Yeah. shot your son. Yeah, killed, murdered your son. Yeah.
1: yeah, I know that there's people in this town. There's big drug dealers in this town, and one of them come to me and said to me that they, they do pay him money. They weigh him money into the organizations.
0: So they pay as it were protection money yeah, to continue know. doing yeah. what they're doing. You know. And what did that person say to you in relation to Andrew? They said it was just completely
1: wrong. Yeah. They said, no way. They said, should you're Andrew? Should that have happened to you, Andrew? They said, that's why I'm coming to you. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Obviously, people are going to believe what other people say, but th- unless you actually personally knew Andrew, and if he personally was supposed to have sold somebody drugs, that's the only people can turn around and say, oh, well, he was he sold me drugs. He, he has a drug dealer. How can people believe things if they do, if they don't know? But to me, it look murder. It's it's not a justification for for anything. It, drugs is, a, is an awful thing, and people shouldn't be selling drugs. It's destroyed so many lives. So it has, yeah. but it does not give them the right. They have no right to take my my, my Andrew's life. Yeah. No right whatsoever.
0: When it comes around to February, is that a? particularly hard time for you when you're coming to the anniversary it does or are there other times that are hard there's
1: other times as well certain events in the family as well when andrew's not there like there for instance mother's day mine's all come to see me andrew wasn't there he used to just burst on the door he was such a big
0: larger in life uh, sort of a character
1: it wasn't they say he'd come over and he'd give you big hugs just like a big bear hug he wasn't a man of many words or anything, he, you know, he would have come on, love you, give me my present, but he knew that was his way of showing you affection, and that was that Then you wouldn't have got another hug or anything, or sometimes if I'd have seen him, because I knew of his way, I would have grabbed a hold of him and hugged him, you know, and he used to go, ma, stop it, stop it.
0: You become, as you speak there, you become animated as you remember uh, I see it, I see it. And you feel know, it, I, you feel it as well. And I
1: feel it. I just miss him so much. We all must him, like...
0: Yeah. You wouldn't miss such a I, larger and life character. You
1: know... it's just him so much. And that's why I get so because... How dare they? Just how dare they? As I would call it, the hierarchy, sit round a table. They decide they could have a lust Well, he'll get kneecapped. he'll get a punishment, beaten. We'll shoot him we'll, we'll, we'll kill him and then you have the, the, the younger boys they saying out to do it. They're judging somebody on doing something that they're gonna they're gonna do a horrific act. I'd like them to explain that. how how can they they think that's okay? And I do get angry when I'm speaking about it because I am angry.
0: You have a right to be angry? Of course I have a right. Have a right, to, right to, be angry. to express that anger. Yeah. And a right to your your sadness and the sense of terror, sense of loss. Every emotion
1: I have, I have every right to it.
0: Yes. One of the things we talked about before is almost like in the aftermath of Andre's being murdered, have you changed as a person? Have you become more vocal? I have. I have changed. So I have. How would you say you've
1: changed? Because I have become more vocal. I have... I'm not afraid of things anymore. I'm not a, I am not don't even know how to explain it. I've just become so strong. Strong as a person.
0: And I'm thinking when I asked you earlier about the anniversary and you mentioned mm-hmm. Mother's Day, what came into my mind was Christmas?
1: Uh, Christmas too is another. All them special times there as uh, I'm moving and I have a box with all Andrew's stuff in it and even cares that he sent me when he was wee. I keep things and um, just sitting going through all that. And then I remember wee things that me and him would have done when I was young and but I have good memories of Andre and that's that's what keeps me going. You know, yeah. my good memories. Yeah. You know, laugh at them sometimes, I cry at them but I just miss him so, so much.
0: So the memories help you, family Mm -hmm. helps you, you have some group of friends? No,
1: I have good close friends as well. They're always there if I need them.
0: I think you mentioned to me that after Andrew was murdered, you did go to counselling.
1: I did, yeah. I I actually went to Lifeline. I got comfort from that. But I think I just became a strong person. I, I don't know where this... To me as a mother... I'm a protector of my children. Andrew's gone now, so to me I have to protect Andrew's memory. I can't let them go out and say this and that about Andrew and he's not here to defend himself. Yeah. So I'll I'll defend Andrew.
0: You were speaking recently to the Belfast Telegraph? Yeah. What was that like?
1: That was emotional as well. And you know, each time I speak about it. For a day or two after it, I'll be honest, it kind of hits me hard. I do come round again because I know Andrew would be thinking, like my mama will fight my corner. All families aren't perfect. They have fallouts, they have whatever. I fall fallout for my children, it's just money and things. But my children know my door's always open. No matter about anything, they know they can come to me and I'll help them in any way. When you again. say
0: your door's always open, uh, that's like a way of saying... I love them, yep. they matter, they're important to me. They are. I'm there for them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll always be there for them. Mate.
0: Yeah.
1: And I might run and shout at them sometimes. I just go, oh, that's my ma, we'll let her cool down for a while and we'll go back. I have mm-hmm. one son, he would say, knock at the door of me and him." words and he'd say, I've took a walk of shame, I'm on here now.
0: There seems to be in your family a capacity to laugh as well. Oh God. Because on. as you speak about your son who said I took a walk of shame You're, there's smiling oh. there's I lo- I just love them like all parents I love my children a you said there earlier that uh, this takes it out of you uh-huh. you knew that but yet you've come oh, I won't
1: stop I won't stop talk I won't yeah. they won't uh, even if somebody said to me you better stop I'm going to say no I'm not what are they going to do then what are they going to do to me if I don't stop
0: have the media been kind to you have they been supportive or do you feel that they've used you or what way do you see the media? Well,
1: there was somebody had nothing to do with my family whatsoever. They interviewed and they said that they burned the children of the families of the people that done this to Andrew. They put it in the paper that it was my family that said it. There's no way. As I said before, never would we want a family what go we're going 3, no matter about anything.
0: Yeah, even the people who yep, were the shooters? even the
1: people that done it. No way would you mind anybody to suffer this. And people see and they see you chatting away and smiling and having a laugh and all. And, but that's just your daily your daily way of, of, of getting through it.
0: What do they not see, Donna?
1: They don't see the pain. They don't yeah. see the tears. They don't see the times. Either I need a hug from one of my family or my family needs a hug from me or... They just don't see the devastation that that, that they've caused.
0: Yeah, Yeah. so it's a devastation that is right round the family,
1: and 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 that continues.
0: Yeah, and his close friends. Because you said to me that uh, one of the things that amazed you was when Andrew was murdered. Mm -hmm. So many people came from so many walks Uh of life. They were queued up to Uh get into the wake.
1: I actually had a friend in Australia that got a flight straight from Australia home and was there the very next morning. And you know what? It made me think how loved my son was and how liked he was and it touched a lot of people's lives.
0: I know, I saw the graffiti yeah. in the waterside, yeah. uh, We love you, Andrew. Uh, I think some of those are still up, you know. I
1: did I've seen. They're still there yet, but it's, it's, it's so sad.
0: Have there been any best times since February 9th, 2012?
1: What was was lovely was I've had Andrew's two of Andrew's i have get married, and that was an aura. It, it was great days, but looking up and seeing them at the top table and him not there and knowing how much of a character he would have been—that
0: he would have loved the He'd wedding. loved he would have, the weddings, he would have. you know.
1: But at the weddings, the speeches, people were putting Andrew under the speeches. People were having a laugh at memories and things like that, no. And, and I thought, God, he's here anyway. Yeah. Even nothing like.
0: Would you be a woman who prays?
1: I wouldn't be one that wants to chapel all the time. I pray because to me, being a good person, that's what it's all about. Just be be, be good to you, an another, another human being. Why, why be cruel?
0: You've been good to me today in agreeing to do this. And I'm conscious now that it takes something out of you. Really, really appreciate you taking this time. Mm. I really appreciate you doing this. If you've missed any of our testimony episodes, a special playlist featuring every episode to date can be found at soundcloud.com. Just search for Hollywood Trust and you will be able to stream or download every episode. Otherwise, all our episodes can be found on Apple Podcasts and at stitcher.com. I would like to take the time to thank the funders of this podcast, namely the Central Good Relations Fund, The Reconciliation Fund of the Department for Foreign Affairs, Derry and Strabane District Council, and the Community Relations Council. Thank you all. You can stay up to date with us on our social media pages. On Facebook, look for the Hollywell Trust, and on Twitter, it's at HollywellT.